James Shannon is a Chief Product and Technology Officer at Ascensis. He has a storied career as an entrepreneur and technology leader and possesses a deep passion for applying his knowledge and experience to create innovative and inspiring products. His experience includes the development of large-scale cloud services, award-winning mobile apps, integrated smart devices, and cutting-edge consumer hardware for leading global brands. James leads the vision and strategic direction of the Ascensus platform. With extensive experience in enterprise SaaS and product development, James plays a key role at Ascensus in enhancing the user experience for flexible workspace operators and occupiers alike. Welcome to the pod, James. James, good afternoon. Your time. Good morning, my time. How are you? Good afternoon, Vladimir. Very good, thank you. Excellent. Where Where do we find you today? Where are you working from? Uh, I'm working just outside London in the UK. Okay. I know you guys are back on your sort of maybe second or third lockdown at this point. Are, are you guys also uh, as a company on lockdown as well? Yes. Yeah. My team have been working remotely for, for quite some time. And as a business, yes, we've been, we've been out of the office for almost a year pretty much now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, will you be going back to the office? <laughs> I guess that's another <laughs> yeah, big question. Will. I certainly will. Excellent. Uh, well, James, I, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with us. As a way of introduction, tell us a little bit about you know you and uh, you know your your career, and then about your company, Ascensus, and kind of how you got there and what it is you guys do. Sure. Uh, well, my name is James Shannon. I'm Chief Product and Technology Officer at Ascensus. Uh, and our platform delivers all the technology required to deliver next generation flexible office experiences. And it all started in 2006 um, when um, you know, the founders of the business started to automate the provisioning and the, the, the orchestration of, of IT equipment. And that was to enable you know, people to move into flex office spaces and on a daily, weekly, monthly basis and, and make it really easy to, to start to build those flex businesses. And then over the period of, of the last decade or 15 years, We've now connected over 20 million square feet uh, of flexible space um, you know, to, 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 to lots of uh, you know, major, you know, majorly well-known customers across the flexible uh, and the commercial real estate market. Okay. And our platform has gone from just automating the, the network or the infrastructure side of things all the way through now to the operational side of the business to make it really easy for our customers to not only bring in cust- uh, their customers on, on a frequent basis, but also scale their businesses really easily without having to worry about the technology or the complexity uh, that's required. And you are based in London, but the company obviously uh, works with company globally. Is that correct? That's correct. So we're headquartered. We're a public company listed in London, um, but yeah, we have offices in the East Coast and West Coast of the US too, and looking to expand into Asia Pacific too. Okay, excellent. So the evolution of kind of the the you know co-working workspace you know really kicked off in the last cycle. One one would argue, right? Tell us how your company evolved as that industry evolved. Also, well, I mean, yes, as a technology provider and as a as a platform, you know, our, our role is to is to make it as easy as possible for our customers to be extremely efficient uh, in terms of running their day-to-day businesses, but also uh, make it extremely easy for them to scale, to add more buildings, to add more sites. Uh, and that, when we do that by, by hiding a lot of the complexity of technology from them um, so that they can really, um, you know, their community managers, their building managers can really focus on delivering a great experience to their customers. Uh, and that's really how we've evolved the business. Uh, and we started off on the infrastructure side of things. That's, that's grown into the operational side of the business. Um, so it's enabled us to, to really move to a point where we can help our customers deliver a really seamless occupier experience. Everything from you know booking a meeting room or a desk or an office or an event space, all the way through to 
uh, you know, automatically branded Wi-Fi experiences or, or digital signage or creating a, basically a seamless experience building to building so that you know people can be productive um, and, and get, their, get, get their work done and, and using the resources and, and as flexibly and as, as efficiently as they can. And this has all been you know, also on, on the basis that you know, our customers want to you know, have flexible business models. They want to differentiate. They want to deliver great amenities. Uh, and so we, we give them basically a toolbox uh, of software and technology uh, yeah. that allow them to, to build their business uh, and deliver this great sort of seamless differentiated experience to their customers. What did companies do initially? You know, was this all basically done via Outlook and Excel spreadsheets? And, you know, how, how, did, how did that industry evolve as it was, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how to scale? Sure. Well, I mean, in the early days, uh, there's a lot of manual work, you know. So, um, you know, when somebody comes up to Flexspace and signed up, you know, they generally be asked, we'll come back in a week. We'll have configured all the logins. We'll have set up the accounts. We'll, have, we'll be all ready for you. Come back then. You know, now it's, it's two or three clicks. Um, so it's, it's really compressing that time to value. It's improving that customer experience uh, and, and really allowing our customers to react and, and be agile in a, in a market that's kind of really rapidly changing um, and, and change expe- you know, changing level of expectations as well because you know, we're effectively a B2B2C company and we have to create great B2B sort of tools for our customers to, to consume the space, to manage the space, to configure the space. But then we're also helping them create a, a great B2C experience within the spaces. Sure. Uh, because people love flex space for the environment, for the flexibility, for the modern furniture, for the, the great coffee, the great Wi-Fi. Um, and of course, more importantly than ever, we have to deliver enterprise-grade security as well, because it's not just startups and, 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 and small companies moving into these spaces now. It, it's 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 you know huge multinational companies that require the best levels of enterprise-grade security. So our customers also rely on us to deliver that for their customers. What in this world are, you know, you're noticing um, across geographies, are there any any things that you're noticing, you know, perhaps in the U.S. that's more important compared to Asia, compared to Europe? Are are, are there any distinct characteristics of, of this industry across, uh, you know, different parts of the world? I think they've sort of grown at different rates and at different times. So I think that the U.K. was, was quite early um, in terms of its initial sort of growing. I mean, we called it the serviced office market initially. There was, a, there was a big sort of um, growth spurt uh, in terms of central London, and but with the with the the focus very much on the architecture, of the buildings, and and, and the the sort of um, the history, and, and and really trying to differentiate through the I guess the premium level of the space. I think uh, as the North American markets grown up, it's it, that's grown up in a very different way more recently, um, but potentially in a much faster way as well. So our, our North American business has, has, has almost overtaken our UK business in oh, you know, the last few years. Yeah. And you know that's through, uh, I guess, not only the growth of um, you know, the flexible uh, side of the business, uh, you know, with um, you know companies like Industrious, you know, rapidly growing their footprint, uh, you know, globally. You know, and, and us, and us, you know, providing the tools and the platform to enable them to do that. But but a, a whole myriad of, of of not only flexible workspace companies, all the way through to new commercial real estate, you know, landlords who are looking to deliver flex, through to um, you know, some of our most well-known customers like Tishman Spare in, in Manhattan, yep. who are you know delivering some of the most prestigious buildings, um, you know, in the city. So I think, um, you know, as always with North America, the sheer scale has yeah. given it the impetus and, and the accelerated growth, um, which we've witnessed after the sort of initial growth in the UK. 
but you know, there's a lot of commonality. That there's a lot of um, you know similar technologies that are needed, a lot of common problems to be solved. And you know, we sometimes see you know a little bit you know few differences. So, for instance, you know, tap to pay, for instance, was was, was very fast to come in the UK. It's taken a little bit longer to come in North America, and that sometimes translates to access control. And you, know, so you see these you see these little subtleties. But what I'd say. At a macro level, um, you know, the, the North American market has accelerated hugely in, you know, in the last two or three years. Yeah, and I would say, especially you know, in the last year, I mean, you're you're seeing people kind of move out of the some of these you know big urban centers, and they're moving to sort of secondary and tertiary markets for quality of life and also you know cost of living in general and cost of working. So I'm I'm noticing you know shared office spaces opening up in those markets as well. Is that a trend that you're seeing? Happening in other parts of the world, or is it somewhat, you know, unique to maybe North America or the or the U.S.? Um, yes, I mean, I guess we ha- we we have seen regional regional centers sort of start to grow as well. Um, certainly in the U.K. and obviously the, you know, the the distances aren't as great, so I think that probably the you know the 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 impact isn't the same. Um, but I think you know one thing the you know the pandemic has has been a catalyst to is as you say the the, the whole thinking around sort of work life balance towards you know, away from from people commuting into cities to, yeah. to big headquarter buildings, uh, to thinking more about working in a hub and spoke or more of a distributed manner. So, you know, I think you know one of the changes we'll see over the next couple of years is is how you know we've already seen that heard a lot of the headlines about how some of the, the large multinationals are thinking about this differently, about embracing remote working or more of a hybrid working strategy. Uh, and certainly, I think you know Flex clearly has a huge part to play in that. Um, whether that's you know, headquarters downscaling slightly and then relying you know, more on flex um, in, a, in a regional way to support the sort of hub and spoke um, distribution, um, or whether it's you know, flexing within the building, um, either flexibly commercially or into flex space. So I, I think you know, it's going to be interesting how that, how that plays out over the next year or two. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So tell us about your most recent announcement. Um, what is that about? And then uh, tell us you know, how how you guys hope that will unfold uh, throughout the world. Absolutely. So uh, last week we launched uh, Flex Services Platform, which is our brand new platform. Uh, and it's, it's really been built on, on, on yeah, the last decade of knowledge acquisition and customer feedback and experience in the Flex market. But, but not only not, not necessarily just you know, re-implementing that or, or reinventing that, but really reimagining how, how we, as, as a, a technology provider, we can enable the next 10 years of growth and the next 10 years of change. Um, and that, that's kind of built around four, our sort of four pillars, as, as we call them. And the first is, is digital infrastructure. And this is the same infrastructure that's been powering all our customer buildings for the last 10 years. And this is all about delivering great internet, uh, great Wi-Fi, enterprise-grade security. Uh, it's about minimizing the amount of technology that needs to go in the building because all our buildings are connected to a private network. Sure. So we can easily deliver technology and allow our customers to scale really quickly. It's moving above that and beyond that and almost becoming the spine of the building. Um, so going beyond you know, the network itself and the infrastructure itself into physical access control, um, everything from desks to offices is to meeting rooms, uh, into digital signage and wayfinding, visitor management, and then also into real-time occupancy, um, floor plans, heat maps, uh, and all the IoT uh, infrastructure that supports that. So it's really starting to deliver a much more seamless occupier experience. Everything from, you know, maybe a single tap of your smartphone to book, pay and open a meeting room door to being away from the office uh, and looking at the, you know, the available space in your company and choosing where you might want to go today 
uh, based on which one's busy, which one's not, which one's got the right sort of facilities for the type of work you want to do today. So digital infrastructure is an incredibly important part of what we've always done, uh, and, and we really see it as the foundation for the future. But increasingly, you know, we, we see going beyond that in, in terms of not just the building, but how the space is managed. So our space management uh, layer allows us to create a digital replica of the building. And this is really critical for our customers because it allows them to annotate the building, to attach doors, screens, printers, sure. uh, centers to spaces. So then when they're, they're getting insights, when they're getting data from the, their buildings, they can view it in the context of how they understand their building uh, because it's using the terminology that their staff understand. It's visualizing it in the, in the, in the way that they um, understand too. Um, and then finally, you know, mo- and most importantly, you know, we're laying on top of that our flexible operations layer and our occupier experience layer. And that's all about delivering the seamless experience day to day. So bringing everything um, uh, leads in from you know, brokers, the ability to create contracts and leases and licenses, the recurring billing around that. But then that seamless, also that seamless occupier experience that allows members or visitors or enterprise customers staff to seamlessly move from building to building, uh, whether they're booking meeting rooms, desks, um, or just uh, accessing the space that their company is licensed. And the, the critical thing is, is that everything from the occupier experience all the way through operations, to billing, to space management, to digital infrastructure, it, it's all seamlessly connected. And then that's the critical thing for us because you know, quite often our customers are faced with deploying five or six different point solutions. Yeah. Everything from physical access control to yep. billing, to business management. But then you've got to somehow tie these together. You've got to somehow exchange data. You've got to somehow, and, and before you know it, you're, you're, you're becoming a technology company. Yeah. Um, and so we try and take that friction away by delivering these sort of best of breed services, but at the same time integrating with their best of breed platform that they've already invested in. You know, whether that might be Salesforce for CRM or Tableau for business intelligence, or maybe yeah. something like DPS or MRI, you know, within the industry, you know, whatever those best those best of breed platforms are that they already have, um, we'll look to integrate with those, uh, but but critically deliver the seamless sort of experience the infrastructure journey. That we're kind of uniquely placed to deliver because of our private network. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Are there any minimum requirements, both from a physical aspect and from a technology aspect, that would you know enable or not enable somebody to work with you guys? Well, generally, um, the most value from our platform is delivered when we're we're connecting the building. Yep. So generally, we work with you know uh, flex operators and landlords when they first provision a space. So we can bring our fiber in, uh, we, we can provision fiber into the building, we can deliver our, the connectivity, we can connect that building up to our private network. And we can then uh, enable all of the flaws uh, or all the spaces uh, in that customer's um, demise um, so that we can then turn on spaces or turn on services as they need to. And, and that's critical because normally, you know, you've got varying lead times in the market from when an right. occupier comes right. along. And they say, oh, sorry, you know, we'd love you to move in tomorrow, but we can't get you internet for 90 days. Well, the beauty of us lighting up the building from the beginning or lighting up the space from the beginning is that is that flex operators and landlords can easily just, just turn on space as they need to, whether they're delivering flex, whether they're delivering a traditional tenancy on a lease, that time to value is compressed uh, and allows them to react in an agile way to the market in front of them. Absolutely. So, so you guys also provide some of this physical stuff where you help help them figure out some of the you know fiber optics and things like that absolutely. that need to go inside the building. It's not yeah. just a software solution. Yeah. No, absolutely. So we're, we're unique in that we deliver a combination of a software platform which is delivered over the internet, yep. but also this private network 
that allows us to put a lot of the, the hardware in our private cloud so that they don't have to put it in every building. And that's what allows them to scale so fast is that it's literally we can just turn on another building, another building, another building, uh, and then just activate the space within it. So, yeah, we look after everything from the, the network switches, the physical access control, visitor management, signage, you know, all the way up the stack. Uh, and then you can manage it all from a, a sort of single pane of glass in the platform. Great. Interesting. Interesting. So this this world has gone kind of, argue, kind of topsy-turvy. It, it sort of exploded in the last cycle. Kind of WeWork was the poster child for what shared office space is, is going to look like. Uh, that kind of didn't way, go quite the way everybody anticipated. But I think there is resilience in this industry, and I think especially given what's what's happened with the, with the pandemic, what what do you anticipate will happen in this sort of shared office space world over the next you know five years or so? Well, well, I think yeah, there's there's a few things. I think the first thing is that that flex will become a tool rather than a, a sort of segment. I think I think it, it will need to be part of everyone's arsenal. Yeah. Because um, I think the expectation in general is flexibility, and that's flexibility from a technology perspective, flexibility from a commercial perspective, and flexibility from an ability to deliver different types of spaces of service. So the first thing is, I think, is, is, is that, that, that that's kind of, as opposed to being a separate kind of to the traditional uh, sort of commercial real estate market, I think it's now going to become a tool uh, and, a, and a prerequisite to delivering any sort of space. But I think, you know, as, as we've seen already, um, there's already an expectation. The largest companies will think about space differently, less about long-term leases and more about flexibility. Uh, and again, not just flexibility commercially, but the ability to give their staff and their employees a choice when to come into the office um, and when to work remotely. Um, and, 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 you know, with that comes, comes challenge because the enterprise customers need guardrails. They need policies. They need a way to ensure that all their customers don't turn up at the same space on the same day because all their staff can't fit into one space because they plan for this distributed world. So, you know, it's our job to provide the platform, the tools um, to enable those guardrails and those policies and to give their staff the tools to see which spaces are busy, which ones they can book and which ones they can't. And so, you know, that, that's, that's the world that, that kind of I see ahead of that. And then that brings some challenge alongside that, which is then how do you create that seamless experience across all these different spaces and buildings? Uh, everything from prints to opening a door to booking something to getting a coffee. How do you create that seamless experience so that their staff now just don't feel friction in terms of going to work every day? Because, yes, they're only coming into the city maybe two days a week. But God, that's worse than the, the yeah. five days that you come in because it's so hard to use everything because everything works differently. And one one day their desk is theirs, another day it isn't. And so how do we how do we remove all that friction and make that seamless? Uh, and then the, you know the third thing is the the hidden the invisible sort of challenge, which is as soon as the enterprise concedes control of their corporate headquarters, security is just as important as it's always been. Sure. But now right. they're in the wild west. They're distributed. They're working from home. They're making flex. They maybe got some space still traditional. You know, so it's our job to then also to deliver that enterprise grade security so that whether it's whether you're using Wi-Fi or, or plugged in or you know the security of their data on their screens or their meeting rooms, um, wherever their space may be and however they're using it from a networking perspective, that it still meets their demands from a security uh, standpoint. And so those are the areas that, that, and those are the challenges that we see um, over the next few years, kind of post lockdown, and certainly the goals that we you know with our new platform that we, we've aimed to solve. Excellent. 
in the last couple of weeks, uh, maybe in the last month or so, there's been you know quite a bit of activity around this space. Uh, most recently, you know, WeWork has found a way to go public, but Industrious, which you mentioned earlier, has partnered with uh, CBRE. Notel was essentially acquired by um, Newmark here here in the U.S. So we're kind of witnessing this evolution of the of the space in a sense that it's becoming you know part of uh, an offering perhaps that other service firms are uh, doing. What what do you think about that? Like, do, do is that is that something that that you think will be more challenging? Will will make it easier, better for you guys? To, you know, tell me how how you guys are seeing all these uh, changes. Sure. Well, we we really see it as a reflection of these trends, as a reflection of this catalyst that the pandemic has been. Um, you know, pre-pandemic there was a forecast that that thirty percent of all real estate would be flexed within five years. I think this is not only a catalyst to that. But it's been a revolution because because flex has now become a requirement, yeah. um, not not just an alternative or a nice to have. And I think you know the you know the, the, the things that are happening in the market that you refer to uh, are a reflection of the fact that these huge real estate companies are, are rapidly reacting and positioning themselves to be able to to, to act and deliver the, the, this experience. And we're well positioned because we already work with all of these companies. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, we're, we're talking very closely with all of them about how and what tools they need to deliver these new experiences and to deliver the operational flexibility and the scalability they need. So, you know, you know, our, our, our biggest challenge is, is keeping track of who's working with who and, and, and how we can help them best. Right. <laughs> um, but we're, we're really well positioned because a lot of these buildings are already connected to our private networks and we can react you know, really rapidly. And help them deliver this, these new experiences that they're expecting to deliver. But, you know, as with all of these things, it's a domino effect. You know, a lot of the demand is coming from the big customers who are asking, you know, their commercial real estate partners, "How are you going to service me for the next ten years? How are you going to to change your offering for me?" And so they're going out into the market and partnering and acquiring and and, and forming strategic you know partnerships um, to position them to, to to react to that customer demand. Um, and, and similarly, you know, we're, we're leveraging our unique position of being in, in our private network and in our platform capability uh, and, and our decade of experience in Flex to, to be able to deliver the, the experiences that, that these customers, uh, both our customers and, and their customers uh, are demanding you know, you know, and that's going to be required in the next decade. Right. Where do you anticipate some of that growth happening? Do you think that it will happen equally across the, the world or do you anticipate certain geographies to be a little more uh, advanced in this area? Um, well, I think you know, North America is definitely definitely first, sort of first, first off, the, off, off the base, as it were. Um, we're already, seeing, as, as you've mentioned, you're already seeing a lot of movement uh, and, and, and partnerships and uh, acquisitions. Um, but you know, we're also seeing it in other areas of the world as well. Um, there's a lot, lot of activity in mainland Europe as well. And you know, it's, it's difficult to kind of call the trend just yet i think partly because different states of lockdown people are in so so i think (laughs) in the uk we're a little bit suppressed just because we've been so locked down you guys have been a little bit more open and therefore you've been a bit more aggressive so it's difficult to tell whether that's the market or that's the lockdown but that's right that's right i think we'll have a clearer view in about six months time yeah um hopefully um but yeah i mean it's definitely uh, for certain there's a lot of movement there's a lot of energy uh and um yeah, a lot of ambition to to get ahead of the curve uh, and for everyone to sort of position themselves to be best placed to deliver on this new this new requirement. Yeah. So James, it sounds like you might have to move to North America at some point. Is that <laughs> is that in the is that in the works? <laughs> not not imminently, but I mean we've got a great team out there and yeah. um 
my team are mainly UK based, but um, yeah, we we have we have we have we're regularly online with with all the and all the customers and and all my all my team. Sure. Uh, but yeah, the, the main reason for us having I mean, West Coast and East Coast is offices is just to ensure that you know our customers can pick up the phone to us you know at any time zone any any time of the day, and uh, we, we can react to that. Yeah, excellent. So, what's in the cards for you guys in 2021 and 2022 as you kind of look at uh, your, your team both in the UK and you know across the globe? Well, I mean, certainly, you know, through the rest of this year, um, we're rolling out more features to the platform. So that, that's our that's our goal to, to be even more disruptive uh, and to really elevate our capability in terms of what we can do beyond what we do today. Uh, I think going into 2022, uh, we're focusing much more on um, you know Internet of Things and, and pushing our platform to the network edge. So you know, to the desks, the offices, into the rooms, uh, further into the buildings. Um, to enable us to give, you know, giving richer insights and, and, and greater, uh, yeah, greater sort of actionable data to our customers to react to the market and also to give, to give even better, more seamless experiences to our customers. But I think in terms, you know, geographically, you know, we, we, you know there's, there's been a lot of demand um, towards Asia Pacific, so we're looking to serve that market. We're, we're, we're continuing our rollout through mainland Europe. Um, so we're seeing you know, a lot of activity in, in France and Spain and so on. So, so it's a combination of, of product growth, um, you know, having lots of new platform, growing our capabilities uh, and, and adding even in, in greater sort of, sort of smart integrations and, and more data insights and also geographical growth, both in, both in Asia and, and mainland Europe. Do you anticipate any vertical integration with any, any firms or any other sort of you know, types of services that you think you, you as a company might need in the future? Well, certainly, I mean, we already have um, you know, some great integrations already. I mean, we're, we're talking to a lot of companies in, in areas where are either forward-thinking landlords or, you know, the larger commercial real estate uh, companies already have partnerships, um, particularly maybe around tenant experience or power experience where, you know, um, perhaps, you know, where we've delivered, you know, a more kind of out-of-the-box experience to our existing customers They've already again invested in a platform and have customized it and have added more amenities and a broader, maybe you know, local or more more corporate focused reach than we might uh, take uh, approach. So you know, similar to our other sort of best of breed approach, you know, we would look to integrate with with those platforms so that you know they can get the best of both worlds. They can deliver that tenant experience they've always their, their tenants always had, but they can bring us in to help them deliver some of the new flex capabilities, digital infrastructure capabilities that our platform allows. So, you know, our, our, our philosophy is, is to not reinvent the wheel. Uh, our philosophy is to really add value in the verticals, specifically to, you know, where we add value within the buildings and within the spaces um, and, and, and where we create, you know, this seamless integration between the two, you know, avoiding our customers having to integrate five or six point solutions. But when, where there's enterprise and you know, established enterprise platforms or established best of breed platforms that our customers invested in, they will look to integrate with those always. Yeah, excellent. James, how can companies find out more about you? Where where do they go to learn more about a census? We're all over the internet. You can follow <laughs> okay. us at a census on Twitter. Um, we're at a census.tech on the web. That's probably the best two channels to, uh, to look at that. Excellent, excellent. Well, James, best of luck to you and your company. I enjoyed our conversation and uh, stay safe. I enjoyed it. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you for listening to the Real Perspectives podcast. Stories like these help us shape our understanding of the industry, and we appreciate you taking the time to listen to it. Please follow us on any app where you get your podcasts and tell your colleagues about us. Thank you in helping us spread the word about our work and the industry that is changing the face of business.